Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Coastal Midweek Podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us this week. This weekend, we actually launched a brand new series called At the Core, which is all about our values as a church and and kind of what we embody and what we want to see the body of Christ and our church embody in, in their Christian faith. And so TJ had an incredible message about... Healthy people growing. Yes, which was, which you used an incredible analogy, which I think was so powerful. And I think it allowed people to grasp, you know, the weight of what you were talking about. And you showed this incredible car, probably your dream car, (laughs) which you'll never have. I will never have that car. (laughs) uh, And I really appreciate the person that let me uh, let the air out of their tires because it has like the craziness about you know, your dream cars that you don't know things about. Like the guy ended up telling me like, oh, those tires, they have nitrogen in them and gold flakes. So no matter how- gold flakes I have no idea, but no matter how much air I can put in this tire, it would still show up as not not full. (laughs) And I was like, I got the pressure gauge out. I got it all. But it was, uh, I appreciate people trusting me to uh, flatten their tires. (laughs) You know, you are the tire flattener. I I can do it well. Anyways, the analogy was great, just about how the purpose and the potential and all of those things are there. But the simplicity of just a flat tire can jeopardize, you know, the ability to move forward with all the purpose and all the potential and just the reality of those things happening in our life and helping to identify what are the flat tires that we are facing. And you had three points. We have to see it as necessary, see change as necessary. We have to accept responsibility. Oh, you want to say something? Yeah. Well, I, you know, in just thinking about that, I think that there's the see it as necessary is, is a lot of times um, we're so focused on other things that we don't even see our flat tire. Right. Yeah. And it, it is the awareness portion. So let's, let me ask you this. How, how do you identify a flat tire? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times it's obvious, but it's, it's, it's obvious a lot of times to other people, not quite as obvious to us. Exactly. Um, Which is why we're like, Hey, there's a problem with my car. Yeah. And, and, and you don't know. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's one of the reasons why it's important to have a lot, a lot good community around you. Yes. Uh, and, but, it, and sometimes to ask those people to speak in, into those things, like to ask them, what do you see in my life? that might be hindering me from the change that I need to see or from reaching my po- full potential. Yeah. And I think that that is a, it's a that hard is, question. Well, it's an invitation. You have to give specific people to have that influence in your life. Yeah. And a lot of times other people see it, but because we have not invited them to have that kind of say in our life, right. therefore they don't ever say anything. And then when we 
wreck or we mm-hmm. go way off course, they go, man, I saw that coming. Yeah. Well, if you saw it, why didn't you tell me? Well, and, and we've talked about this before. And the reason we continue to come back to this community, inviting other people into that space is because it is one of the greatest things that we can do to identify those things in our life that we can't see. Yeah. And I think even though we talk about it a lot, people still don't, <laughs> your next point, accept responsibility at times. Yeah, it's it's easier to blame other people. It's a, it's easier to go this I was just born this mm-hmm. way than to go, "Hey, my tire yeah. or my life is my responsibility." Right. In my choices, I have to own yeah, those nobody choices. Nobody can change this for me, right. but and, me. And so that is a that is a very very personal thing and it's easier mm-hmm. to put that off, well, the church should help me do this or the, mm-hmm. and the church will help you do that. Mm-hmm. We'll give you tools. We'll give you resources. Yeah. We'll give you everything we can mm-hmm. to equip you. But at the end of the day, there's a responsibility for you to change your tire. I think, I think too, in like identifying our own flat tires, sometimes we don't just take time in our life to sit back and to reflect on how we respond to some things and like evaluate some things about ourselves. If I really sat down and thought about some things, I'd be like, man, I'm disciplined in a lot of areas of my life, but here's some tendency I see when I get stressed or when I, and if I think if we took time to actually slow down and go, let me actually create some awareness within myself and evaluate some things within myself that I don't often do because I'm just going from one thing to the next thing. Yeah. Well, that and that part of that is the self reflection, the busyness of our culture. We're just jumping from one thing to a one thing to one thing to one thing. But here's the thing: if you don't, if you ever don't ever do vehicle maintenance, right, your vehicle won't last very long. If you don't ever do some personal maintenance and personal evaluation and Mm -hmm. go in and get serviced every once in Mm -hmm. a while, then you're going to be you're going to be breaking down a lot more. And I think it's part of that, the process of. You know, it's why I think it's, you know, going with healthy people grow. Mm-hmm. It's why you get in God's word every day. Yep. You know, the the Bible says is is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. Like yeah. it, it illuminates we need, we need some in illumination our yeah. in our life. It also says the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged mm-hmm. sword. It pierces the divine soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It's judging the thoughts and attitudes of our heart. So it's helping us to identify Man, that's a right thought. That's a wrong thought. Yeah. That could that could lead you to a flat tire. Mm-hmm. And so it what we fail to realize is that the things that we're constantly harping people, it's why we give them the the, the every quarter devotionals. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, these are these are things that will help you that will maintain. help you maintain and not only maintain, but identify. Because mm-hmm. that's what God's word does is it's it is illuminates it's, those. it's illuminating mm-hmm. and it's identifying. It's identifying the things you're doing well. And it's it's also illuminating the things that are like not going so well that need to be addressed mm-hmm. or they're going to end up in yeah. in a mess. Yeah. Yep. So let me let me ask you this because this is this is a thought that I have because I'm I'm maybe because I'm a woman or you know maybe not because I'm a woman I don't know but what if you don't know how to change a tire like well, what do you what do you do to fix it and I, I I'm asking that as a as a real example in life people are probably walking through things in life and they're just like man I know I have a flat tire but I have no idea what to do to to bring change. Well, I mean, the first thing to do is to identify it. 
Um, if mm-hmm. you can, so I've identified it. If you've identified it, then then it's asking somebody for help. Yeah, and yeah, and that's the part that we struggle with. You know, mm-hmm. um, we I we, think it, we might know, but it's like I'm too embarrassed. Yeah, to ask for help in this place or to admit to somebody else that I'm struggling or that I have this problem. But it's uh, the Bible. T- this is where you know why we always go back to the Bible. The Bible says. We confess our sins to God for forgiveness. Yep. We confess to one another for healing. Yes. Um, yep. And so sometimes it's just getting around somebody else and letting them being walk honest. with you and being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the reasons why we tell you go to counseling, go to counseling, go to counseling. But he, here's the key to that too, is you want to be honest with somebody that's further along than you that can actually help you fix it. Yeah. You like I don't, I don't take my problems to people that, have no just idea. Gonna commiserate in yeah. life or don't know how to get out of it either. I'm not going to go ask somebody to change a flat tire that has never changed flat tire. No, I'm going to, I'm going to call triple a, right. you know, I'm, I'm going to call a professional mm-hmm. or somebody that is way further. Like I always go back to my greatest flat tire was our season when, uh, you know, we found out we were going to lose Alexander. Mm-hmm. You know what I did is I reached out to, to four men in my life. Yeah that I've given them per- permission to speak into my life. And I said, Hey, I'm not doing good. I don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. And like, I I didn't even know. I, I knew there was brokenness. I know mm-hmm. there was pain. I knew there was lo- like, mm-hmm. I knew things, but I, I didn't really know what to do. Yeah. And you know, within 30 minutes, somebody was at my house within mm-hmm. 10 seconds, people were on the phone with me. I mm-hmm. mean, setting up counseling, just yeah. helping me. Right walk through that and figure out what the problem was and how do we move forward. And a lot of it, a lot of that is is community, surrounding yourself with the right people and that are on that journey of growing themselves. You know, the healthy people grow, growing people change. Correct. But you when you get those people, here's what I know is that if they give you something to do and you ignore it, oh yeah. You don't keep those people in your life. Right. So if I would have gone, well, that that's a great idea, but I think I should do this instead, then yeah. you know what? I, I wouldn't have people that want to jump in and help me. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm I'm trying to tell you what to do, but it's obvious you just don't want to change your tire. Yeah. You know, so, so you're just going to keep, keep living. So you're just going to be rolling on like, a whim. I can give you the tools. I can give you the education. I can tell you what to do, but if you're not willing to do it again, nothing's going to change. And Correct. I, and I think a, a lot of people walk through that because one of the things you did talk about is it's hard. Like it is hard yeah. sometimes to change things in our life, but nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah. And, but it's and, also the beauty of, of Jesus that he's given us the, the same power that conquered the grave right. lives in us. Yeah. We have what we need. We just have to do it. Yes. We, we yeah. actually, and, and, Unfortunately, we live in a day and an age in a culture where we just want it instantaneously and and we want it easy. And the best things in life take a lot of work. They do. Uh, And I think- uh, The most rewarding things take work. Yeah, I was going to say, you and I have probably walked through season where the the most growth that we've experienced comes out of the difficult things that we've had to do and just like grinding through those difficult things and going, no, I refuse to give up. I refuse to let yeah. go. Like I want to be better because of this, not just stay in the same place. And I, 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 one of the things that I, I hope and just pray for people 
is that if they see these repetitive patterns in their life or these things that they know holds them back, that they would find that strength and tap into that strength and tap into that community that helps them move forward to do the hard work to get on the other side of it because it's so rewarding on the other side. You know, it makes it makes such a huge difference. What is one of the things that I that I was thinking about, you know, you you talked about be be obedient. And many times that is coming out of like I know what I need to do to change it. Now I I need to do the hard work to to be obedient to to put those things into place. I was thinking what are some of the things that you think we could do consistently to prevent some of those flat tires or to prevent that place of stagnation so that we can continue to grow and to continue to change? What are some things that you think people could do? Uh, uh, on a spiritual level, mm-hmm. let me start there. I, I think easiest thing is, you know, spend 15 minutes in God's word every day. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's 15 minutes is not a lot. Why, yeah. I, I don't know why people get so caught up on that because 15 minutes is yeah. is just 15 minutes. And well, it's like a devotional is so easy to sit down and read. Right. I, I had a guy message me and just said, Hey, I'm pastor. You know, you, your message this weekend really, really hit me. I've been struggling in daily Bible reading. I'm like, Hey, have you gotten the U version Bible app? Yep. Have you signed up for a, uh, like a reading plan, because here's what it'll do. It'll remind you every day, like, mm-hmm. hey, don't break your streak. Well, you and know? again, this is something we talk about over and over again. So if you've heard us, you're like, oh yeah, we've heard you say that before. We'll start doing it. Yeah, don't <laughs> just don't just hear it. Yeah. Like start to apply it. And here's the thing, you you can add somebody as like a friend so you could be reading like it together. So it gives you some accountability. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean- if you were to go through my U version, you would see where a lot of messages come from. It's just from personal Bible reading yeah. that God says something to me right there. I'm making little notes. I'm putting it right there in my digital library. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just an easy, easy thing yep. to do. Well, uh, at first it might, it, at first it is hard, but the more you do something consistently, the more it becomes part of your routine. Yeah. I, I just make it a part of the routine. Yeah. It's, you know, instead of. Again, 15 minutes. Yeah. And every guy spends at least 15 minutes on the toilet. So you, you got <laughs> that is probably longer. Oh my you've gosh. got 15 minutes right there that you can do it. And I'm sure women do that too. I don't really uh, know. No, I'm um, like out of there as fast as I can. Anyways, um, <laughs> spending some time in prayer every day. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a difference between reading your Bible and praying it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I encourage people to soap scripture, observation, application, prayer. Sometimes I I journal and really my journals are almost like prayers. Like I'm just talking to God. I'm just writing out my thoughts and my feelings. And that's really all that prayer is, is, is like a conversation that I would have with a friend. Yeah. You know, God, I'm struggling with this place in my life. Will you, um, will you give me strength in this? Or can you reveal some things to me that I don't see? Like make me aware of those. It's, it's really yeah. conversational more than like some sort of a method. Yeah. You know, um, some other things that I would say you you want to you want to really grow spiritually and prevent that uh, get in community get yes. into a group and groups then groups are starting again in September too yeah. so it's it's going to be a and great then, time to do and then and then serve other people mm-hmm. instead of making life all about you mm-hmm. there's a reason Jesus said I didn't come to this earth to be served but to serve others by giving my like he laid out what if we're going to emulate him our life should be about not ourselves but about serving other people i can't people. tell you the number of conversations that i've had recently 
with people that have said, I hear you guys talking about serving all the time. And I've just been like, gosh, I don't have time to serve. That's just going to take so much of my time and energy. And I just want to come and I just want to hear the, you know, worship and a message. And, and they said, but I decided to start serving and I didn't realize the community and the joy and just the value that it added to my life. I can't believe I waited this long to do it because of the benefit that it's brought me. And I think, People miss out on that all the time. I, I think it's also, it's just a perspective change. Yeah. And most of the time, our perspective is always so self-focused. Mm-hmm. And the Bible is all about dying to yourself. Yeah. And and that's part of serving. And serving gets you to start to change that well, perspective. Like anything in life in in marriage yeah oh boy do you have to die to yourself so much i know because, i'm dying all the time oh, no. <laughs> stop it i feel like i'm dying all the time no. <laughs> but i mean think about it in your job a lot you know having to work with other people you have to you have to die to yourself in many things whether it's serving with with your kids you know all of those things it is about thinking of our ourself less yeah. and thinking of others more yeah and, and I, I, I think that that's such a, I can look at people over 12 years of being a, a senior leader and, you know, another ten. nine years, 10 years, just being in ministry. So I've got 21, 22 years mm-hmm. of, of ministry. Here's what I know is the healthiest people I know mm-hmm. do those four things. They serve on yep. a weekly basis. Yes. They're in community every week. Mm-hmm. They read their Bible consistently and they're in, they they talk to God daily. Yep. I would agree with that. Uh, and the entirety of time that those four things takes them mm-hmm. is maybe four hours a week. Yeah. Total. Yeah. Four hours mm-hmm. out of you know, seven days, what is that? 168 hours mm-hmm. um, to be healthy yeah. spiritually, yeah. which every study right now is showing people that that have a spiritual faith journey. Mm-hmm. They have greater hope. Yep. The majority of them end up with, uh, you know, in a day and an age where so many people are suffering from mental health crisis. Mm-hmm. In fact, during covid the only group of people that their mental health was better mm-hmm. than the rest of society were people of faith that attended church regularly. on a regular yeah. basis and were in community with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it not only improves your spiritual life, but it improves your emotional mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it improves your relational life because yep. all of a sudden you're dying to yourself. You're not, you're not being you all about you. That, you that have this community. You care about you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So many things are changed and transformed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's like, why would you not do that? Yes. It just, it just makes, it's like, it just makes too much sense. Well, and therefore I, we're I, not going to do I it. I think that's why it is such a huge value of our church that healthy people grow is because we do see the change and fulfillment that it brings in people's lives. And it, it breaks my heart to see people that are walking through life just broken when there is, there's 
change that can come if we will just put in some a little bit of work to get to this place and to implement those things. And so if you're somebody out there and you're you're struggling, you're walking through a difficult season, you you're driving down the road and your car keeps pulling to the left, like let's let's put into practice some of these things even though it's hard and even though it's difficult and I promise you, I can guarantee you if you start doing these things, it's not going to be easy. No. But you will see change begin and growth begin to happen in your life. But here's the thing I know is once you start, it's hard to start, but it's easy to continue. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. once you start and you start to see the benefit, mm-hmm. then you don't ever want to be without it. But there's always growth that takes place. So you are always doing something different or more because healthy people grow and growing people change. You yep. never stop growing. You never stop. So you never stop implementing more things or challenging yourself in things, but it produces an incredible result yeah. if you'll keep doing it. Well, our time is pretty much up. Do you have any final thoughts or resources or anything like that? We've, I mean, we've talked through a lot of practical things that people can do. So I'm not sure there's any resources I would tell people other than to read their Bible to pray, the things that we've yeah. talked about. So any final thoughts? That's good for you. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for our midweek podcast. We're so excited to get to be able to do this and to share this content with you guys. We hope that you're loving it, that you're engaged in it. If this is helpful for you, please give us a review on iTunes or whatever place you listen to this. Maybe take a screenshot and post it on social media. Maybe there's somebody else that needs to hear these messages or these short podcasts, and it always helps that if it impacts us, that we share it with other people. We'll see you guys back here next weekend and next week. Have an incredible week.